Hi, Frieza. Hey, Preeti. How's it going? Good, thank you. How are you? Good. Hope everyone had a great week. Hi, everyone. Okay, so today's uh, topic, this week we're going to be discussing um, online learning for children and parents staying at home to homeschool their children. So as you know, um, we are going through a pandemic and a lot of uh, children are at home and even high school kids are at home learning um, and not attending school. So we wanted to discuss this topic because a lot of people are going through this and we wanted to share kind of our experience being uh, parents as, as well of how our kids are adapting and changing and maybe share some tips and tricks and gives you insight on how you can uh, make some improvements at home with you and your kids as well. That's right. Um, I know for one, me homeschooling my son and then trying to look after the house and do my own work as well. Um, I know I'm struggling. <laughs> How about you, Frieza? Yeah. yeah, well, for me, it's a little bit different because as you guys are aware, I am recovering from COVID, so I haven't been home since January. So my, um, my ex-husband is the one kind of like taking on that role to make sure their kids are doing their work and, you know, they're getting up and they're doing signing into their uh their, their online learning um, at 8.30 every morning. So with me, it's a little bit different. But the time when I was home, it was very hard juggling the business, juggling working at the hospital, um, juggling the kids and stuff. But they're, they've adapted really well with the online learning and the routine. Um, with my second son who started kindergarten this e year, it was definitely easier for him because he's never been to school before. So going to school for kindergarten online was like his first experience ever going to school at all. So he learned very well. Um, my first son, who um, has um, moderate autism, it was different for him because he's used to, you know, wake up in the morning, getting dressed, having his breakfast, us driving him to school and him being at school from like 830 to like three o'clock. Um so with him going online, it was certainly different, of course, you know, seeing all the kids in the in the Google classroom, all the little squares of the, the heads moving, bumping up and down for you. I'm sure you've seen that, too. It looks quite funny. It looks quite funny sometimes. But I had originally pulled my son just before we went on tour, a week before we flew to Calgary. Remember, Preeti? Yes, I remember. Yeah. And my son has, hasn't been to school in person ever since. And I plan on not sending my kids for another probably two to three years till this pandemic dies down. What about you, Preeti? I'm going to see how it goes. Let's see what happens and then decide accordingly. Obviously, my son's health and safety is first. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. For sure. And on a side note, uh, Preeti's next door neighbor is my son's uh, kindergarten teacher. She yes. does an amazing job with the kids online. She's super friendly. She's super interactive. And she also taught my older son kindergarten as well. So yeah, shout out you. to her. Shout out to Noreen. <laughs> You're amazing, Noreen. We love you. Yeah. Okay. So um, what are the advantages about learning online? I just want to touch on some points. And Preeti, you can like jump in at any time. Okay. Um, with flexibility. Um. The, I noticed that the, well, my kids, I can only speak on behalf of the experience with my kids. 
um, they're given an allotted time to complete their schoolwork and do their activities during the school time. So they can work on certain activities, they can take a break. So I kind of like how there is like flexibility. Whereas when you're attending in person, it's like there's a set schedule, like you have science at this time, you have math at this time, then you have your break, then you have your lunch. So I like how there's a little bit of flexibility. So kids are able to make their own choices to, you know, make decisions as to what they would like to do, which gives them more control. So they feel a little bit more empowered, That's right? It's amazing that your son can do that. My son has a set schedule. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, he has like from this time to this time is this period, from this time to this time is this period. And then he has a break in between, then another period, and then he has lunch in between. And then I think another two periods. So mm-hmm. His is like his structured school day, but I guess your kids have the flexibility. That's amazing. Yeah, the the teachers have been really super because I think when I went to go um, uh, register my son for kindergarten uh, back in September, they had told me that only like 10% of the students at my at my kids' school was attending in person. The mm-hmm. other 90% were online. Well, you have to consider too, we're a COVID hotspot, Peel region, right? So a, a lot of, a lot, especially for elementary, I think your son's in middle school now, right? No, no, it's his school is straight from uh, JK to grade eight. Oh, okay. So it's like one of those schools. So my kids' school goes from kindergarten to grade five. So it's a little bit of a younger population. Right. And, yeah. And I feel like, I mean, the, in high school, it's different, right? Like, because the kids are older, they can make their own decisions and parents are a little bit more lenient. But I find when you're a little bit younger, you're more protective. Your parents are more protective of their of their kids, right? Yeah. And especially any kid, I think, that's under the age of 10, they're not going to understand the importance of, like, you know, hand washing, hand sanitizing, and this wearing the mask. My kids are, my kids, I'm only, my older son has never worn a mask before. Yeah. My son has one time he had a doctor's appointment and it was just he was good with it but my kids have never worn a mask before ever they've been at home basically for the last year and haven't really went no I understand that and with the younger kids it's hard right making sure they're washing their hands wearing a mask whereas mine is older right he's going to be 12 soon and he's more Mm -hmm. aware he's more aware that he has to use hand sanitizer he has to wash his hands frequently he has to wear a mask Mm-hmm. Um, I know that it's hard because I know I struggle with wearing a mask, but yes. we all understand the importance of it. Mm-hmm. Yep, for sure. And um, I also find too with online learning with the the parent that is like, you know, designated to assist with the online learning or it doesn't even have to be a parent. It could be like a, a older sibling and a grandparent, a caregiver, an aunt, an uncle, anybody in the family that's assisting with this, I do find that it does bring a closer bond between that child and that adult, right? In terms of understanding the schoolwork, helping, and the interaction, it does bring a sense of closeness. I find when I was helping my younger son do activities, now in kindergarten, it's like, you know, it's all fun, you know, it's like color a rainbow. It's like, paint this or make that, you know, arts and crafts kind of stuff to depict it like a story that they just read or something like that. And I did find that it did bring me and my son a little bit closer in terms of like, you know, working together and creating something. So it really helps with like creating a bond, creating a relationship, a further relationship that you have with, with that child. 
Yeah. So um, also, um, I do find also that for parents that have a, a hefty work schedule, like for, for example, me, I find that having my kids attend school online works for our family because we're, we're busy with the business. We're busy. I'm busy going to work, you know, things like that. So it, sometimes it fits different families depending on, you know, what that family's structure is like, right? Whereas some families, it might not work because, you know, some, pe- some people rely on that time in school in person so they can go to work they can do errands things like that so it's kind of like a like you know it, it's kind of like a what's the word I'm looking for it's it like kind of like hitting, offsets. yeah it's kind mm-hmm. of hit or miss right it upsets people's schedules because we're so used to okay you know what I've dropped my kid off like for me example for example I drop my son off at 8 20 and I pick him up at three and between 8 20 and 3 p.m I have time to work or run some errands, or do what I have to do at home, without having to worry about sitting there like it is now, sitting there ensuring that he's attending online school, and mm-hmm. he's doing his assignments, his homework's getting done, um, extracurricular activities, his tutoring. There's a lot. And I do, honestly, like I have to admit, hats off to the teachers who sit there and teach like 20 kids at one time, I'm going to be honest, I remember when we flew in back from Vancouver and everything went online and I was like, oh, wow, it was so different. And I'm going to be honest, like I have no shame in admitting it. I struggled and I still have some days where I struggle, where I struggle with the online school because my son's frustrated. He doesn't want to do it. He's not in school where he finds it easier, where he learns better. And it is, it's a struggle online, but I understand like right now with what's going on in the world, it's important that our kids are safe and healthy, but it is a struggle. I'm going to be honest. I'm trying to work from home, um, do things for the business, looking after the house, trying to make sure he's staying focused on his online schooling. On top of that, I've got a little dog looking (laughs) after her. Um, at my wit's end, I'm ready to pull my hair out. I just want this pandemic to be over with and I want things to go back to normal. And jokes aside, it's like I know there's a lot of parents that are hitting the ball because that's their outlet. I'm yeah. drinking more than I would usually. I wouldn't say I'm hitting the ball, but yeah, I drink more than I do usually. Um, I get anxious and I find that relaxes me. So once, you know, the day's done and my son's gone to bed and, you know, it's my time. I'll put on, (laughs) right now I'm watching Queen of the South. I'll put that on and I'll pour myself a glass of wine just to relax. I understand it's very hard. I'm sure there are people who are struggling like I am with the whole online school. I mean, I only have one kid. I'm hats off to you who have more than one and you're sitting there and trying to work from home, trying to get them to do the online schooling. But I'm sure many of us are struggling because we are so used to dropping our kids off or sending them on the bus and having those hours in between to get things done. I know yeah. I, for one, I find I, it's like I've got one eye on him and I've got my other eye on the things that need doing. It's like, you know, before when you're solely focused on what you're doing, mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. like that anymore. And it's hard. I'm not going to lie. It, it is hard. And I know there's a lot of people, a lot of moms out there who are struggling. Um, some people that are known to me and 
there's nothing wrong with that. I know people are afraid of admitting, you know, we're struggling or whatever I'm telling you right here live on this podcast. I am struggling with online schooling. It is hard. Mm -hmm. It is tough. But we have to come to terms and think of this now as somewhat normal. Online is the way to go going forward. Mm -hmm. Um, Not just for our kids' health and safety, our health health and safety too, right? Our health is Mm -hmm. just as important. If we're not healthy, we're not able to look after our kids. It's like that saying saying goes, right? You can't pour from an empty cup. Mm -hmm. But it'll it'll normalize and it's like um i remember today frieza did a live on her instagram and she was talking about when we look back at the pictures when we went on tour everyone's huddled in groups and they're not wearing masks when we do look at that now that doesn't seem normal so i think we are normalizing the masks the social distancing i know for one what this has brought to light is nobody really cares for material things or going out what is everybody craving the most right now to see their loved ones we've realized yeah. that it's not material things going out to party that's not important anymore it's important oh you know what I'd like to for example oh I'd like to see my mom oh I'd like to see my grandma I'd like to see my dad or my grandpa or my brother I for one Hands down, I miss it. My brother got married in August and I was not allowed to go because of the travel ban. I was not allowed to fly back to the UK. And for me, that was the toughest thing because that is one function I wanted to see. I've said all my life, I'm like, I want to have a kid and I want to see my brother get married. And I attended online. Again, everything is online. Thank God for the resources out there. I was able to attend online. I was to watch everything. It was like I was there but it's not the same. So I know as soon as the travel ban is lifted and as soon as we can fly again, I am want to fly out to England. I want to see my family because that's where all my family is. How about you, Frieza? What do you feel is uh, normal and things you miss because of this lockdown and, you know, being everything yeah. being shut down and us being at home? Well, I really miss it because um, we had to cut our tour short, right? We had another, a whole bunch of other cities that we needed to go to. Uh, We never finished Vancouver. We missed Ottawa. We missed Halifax. We missed Montreal. And we had to cancel those, those cities, right? And there's so many things Preeti and I both wanted to do in both of our businesses. And we, we, we couldn't, we can't fulfill that. We can't accomplish that yet. Right. So it's just a waiting game for us and a lot of other businesses out there too, in terms of our goals and what we want to do. So we all just have to sit and wait to see, you know, what the government announces next and, you know, what are the next steps. Um, I miss my family dearly. I mean, my family is not, you know, halfway across the world. I have everybody here um, mm-hmm. in Brampton and Mississauga. And um, I, I have not seen my parents uh, in, all, in almost a year. Yeah. Um, as mentioned before, I haven't seen my kids since January 2nd. And mm-hmm. it's because I, you know, I work in a hospital. I'm very high risk. And um, unfortunately, I do have COVID right now, but I, I have been recovered. I don't have, you know, the symptoms, but still I do want to play it safe and wait the 90 days until like, you know, it kind of dies down because they say it does stay in your system for, you know, um, three to six months. And I don't want to risk getting 
anyone sick, especially my children, right? Yeah. So I miss I miss going out. I miss um, you know, going, you know, meeting up with Preeti, you know, going out for dinner, having drinks. Yeah. I miss just going to the mall and just going shopping, you know, just mm-hmm. like, you know, just walking into stitches and looking at looking at leggings, looking at dresses, you know, I, I miss that aspect. Yeah. Um I just miss um that closeness and that freedom of just you know, taking my kids out to the park or just taking them out for ice cream and just sitting on the, you know, just sitting in a restaurant and eating with them, you know, and and it's like all that seems just so so surreal. And this virus is completely out of control. Now there's like all these variants, you don't know who has what. And it's just it's spreading like wildfire now. And the cases have gone up here in Ontario. I'm sure there's going to be another lockdown. Someone told me that the this next lockdown that is going to come, even though Preeti, you had mentioned earlier that they've opened patios today. Yeah, yeah. That's probably, I mean, it's not going to last very long. And this time when they're going to lock everything down, it's going to be even tighter. But like summer's coming, you know, people want to go out and stuff. You can't stop people from going outside, right? You can't, but, I agree 100%. Yeah. But it's like I had said last year, if you remember the conversation we had, when all this blew up, they should have just locked down the country for a month completely locked mm-hmm. it down and I don't think it would have got as bad as it has for sure yeah you can't you can't you know okay you know what we're gonna lock down this city people okay so Peel is still in lockdown people are traveling mm-hmm. to Halton to Milton to socialize because they can't do it in Peel it's not making things any better and now Peel yeah. is still in lockdown but we've opened patios like yeah. seriously like Either open everything up or just shut everything down completely and let's get rid of this virus so people can go back to normal. There's a lot of people who have lost their jobs. People are struggling financially. And no one's thinking of that. But have you noticed how even when everything's locked down, anything that the government's going to make money from is open? You've got the liquor stores, you've got the smoke shops, you've got the uh, cannabis shops. How is that fair? Mm-hmm. Nope, for sure. And I remember going back to Preeti, what you were saying um, back in March when you had said that for them to lock the whole country down. I remember when we shortly after we came back from Vancouver, I went to work, I think about a week later, because yeah. I had to quarantine for about like a week or so. Mm-hmm. And I remember driving and I had posted it on my Instagram. I was driving from Brampton to the Saga and I was the only car on the road. Maybe there was like one or two cars. Yeah, it was dead and it was sunny outside there was no snow and it was just like I'm the only car driving and I'm the only car driving back and it was just like it was just crazy but it was nice though being the only car don't get me wrong yeah but then when there was these other lockdowns and I was driving it's like everybody was out no one was taking it seriously yeah because you know what I think everybody's had enough I'm going to be honest, I am sick of being locked up in these four walls and I will, I'm not breaking any COVID rules. I will jump in my car and I will go for a drive. I don't leave my car. Sometimes you just need to get out and they're not discussing like mental health and this lockdown and COVID has affected a lot of people. There's a lot of people who have ended their lives, young and old. Yeah. I was told a story of an 11-year-old committing suicide because online schooling was too difficult. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's, it's hard. Everybody is struggling. 
And the main reason everyone's struggling is because they haven't got the financial resource, the financial income that they had when they were working. There was regular For income sure. coming in. And yes, I understand people are getting SERB and EI. But EI, after 15 weeks, it's done. And everybody yep. who claimed SERB, apparently everyone's getting pinched now when you're filing your taxes. So what are you yes. supposed to do? It is hard. Mm-hmm. It's very hard. It's extremely hard. I totally agree with you 100%. But, you know, these va- the vaccine's out, right? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not going to get into a discussion about my view on vaccines. My, vac- my vaccine perspective is totally different than of course, a lot everybody, of people. Right? Everybody has their own views. But I, for one, I am high risk. I am a type mm-hmm. 1 diabetic. Um, when the vaccine is available, I am going to get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. I don't think I will get the vaccine primarily because um, I have anaphylaxis when my when I have an allergic reaction, my throat closes up, mm-hmm. and I I'm being tested for a lot of blood disorders right now. And until I find out what's going on with me, I don't think I'm going to take it. Yeah, right? you have I to don't play it safe. I'm... Obviously, I'm not just mm-hmm. going to. Obviously, I'm going to do my research. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I have allergies and stuff too, but if it's mm-hmm. deemed safe, then I am going yeah. to get it. I know a few people in England who have had the vaccine. I'm not going to get into details because people have their own viewpoint about having the vaccine yeah. and not, but I know a few people that have had the vaccine and knock on wood, they are absolutely fine. Yeah. I've just heard a lot of things about like, you know, one vaccine causing clotting issues, which kind of concerned me. Yeah. And, um, you know, like, I, I just feel like it just needs to be around a little bit longer for people to like, you know, gain, you know, a bit of an understanding and a comfort level. But m- mind you, a lot of people are going to have to wait till probably the fall or winter, like yeah. the general population to get vaccinated, because they're only distributing that to those to long care, long term care homes, yeah. um, health care workers, and like pe- paramedics and things like that before they work their way through through the general I think, population. Um, as of today, Monday, they are going to offer it to anyone who, who whoever is 60 years of age and above, they can yes. register to have it. And then they are doing it monthly. By the time it gets to our age freezer, we're looking at August and September before we can even think of having the vaccine. Wow. That's how they're doing it right now. And I do find it kind of odd now that we're on the topic of the vaccine that these pharmaceutical companies didn't do any testing on kids younger than 16 years old, right? Yeah. But then their children getting COVID too, right? Mm-hmm. So I, like, I mean, are they opting to vaccinate children? Are not they not? Right now. If you're under yeah. the age of 15 or 16, you're not eligible for the vaccine. That's what I've heard. I don't know mm-hmm. how much truth there is to that. But as of now, that's all I know. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, right? I don't think I'm, like I said earlier, I don't think I'm going to be sending my kids back to school until this whole thing is gone away. Yeah. And even if per chance they happen to say, okay, in-person learning is back and mandatory, yeah. Preeti knows yeah. me very well. I'm going to fight tooth and nail not to send my kids back into yeah. in-person learning. Yeah, because I had COVID. I know what it, it's like. My kids, obviously, boys inherit their mom's genes, right? So whatever risks, that I had with COVID and complications, chances are my kids are going to have the same thing too. And I don't want that to happen. So yeah, so that's our take on vaccines. <laughs> I don't know how <laughs> we the topic completely swayed, but you know, it's all good. Yeah. It's a podcast. Let's discuss everything we can. Yeah.
So going back to our online learning now. So um, my view also um, when it comes to like one of the advantages of homeschooling or like having these kids um, learn online. I, and I totally respect and understand a lot of kids are struggling. Don't get me wrong. My kids struggle from time to time too. But I must say my kids, um, they've really come a long way in terms of being responsible. You know, they wake up every morning, they log on to their iPads and their Chromebooks, and they log in by themselves, and they're ready to go at 8.30. They stand for O Canada. They, they you know, they, they do their, they know where to go to access their assignments, watch their videos if they're assigned. And, you know, they just need some help with the assignments a little bit here and there, but they're really I found that it's really built a great sense of responsibility and independence within the two oh, of, of them. And no, of course, like I have to agree with you. I think that's with every kid out there. There's mm-hmm. like that routine. I still feel as a mom, we have to push our kids. Okay, you have to get online. We have to get online. Yes. But it, it is, it's more, they are more independent. Um, I see that mm-hmm. as well with my son as well. I have to agree with you. Like it's 8.40, yeah. he'll be on. Then he'll be break. He'll have his camera on. And I like the fact that they still sing the anthem, Oh, Canada. And he will. He will stand up. He will turn his camera on. He will stand mm-hmm. up and he will sing, Oh, Canada. And it's really nice to watch in the morning when he's doing all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they, they look so cute when they do that. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, also, one of the, ad- well, I see this as an advantage. I'm sure many people will beg to differ. But I, and even without the pandemic, I was the same way. I was like, okay, as soon as my kids come home from school, you're going straight upstairs, you're taking off all your clothes and you're taking a shower and then you're going to come downstairs, you're going to eat something. Right. And I don't like my kids social, like socializing is fine. But like, you know, in school, there are germs, right? There are kids, you know, I don't know which kids take a shower every day if they change their clothes whatever, right? But there's germs, there's, you know, especially in the winter, there's flus, things like that. Like, and I'm talking like pre-COVID, okay? So I don't, I didn't really feel comfortable with the fact of, you know, on a, like during, on a school day in the wintertime when it's like minus 20, my kids being in a classroom with like 30 or other children, coughing and sneezing, you know, and being exposed to all this extra germs or extra like, you know, flu sicknesses and illnesses and stuff so to me I find it like I I feel like I have a little bit of peace of mind my kids being at home because they're not exposed to like you know all these all these illnesses and germs and even some kids that like you know act out sometimes or like you know are like bad examples like being away from from all that I find that my kids are much safer at home than being out there exposed to like certain things you know what I'm trying to say yeah I understand what you're saying um I guess you get that because you work in the hospital as well so you're more cautious yeah Um, I'm like that with my son to the extent where when he comes home from school he goes upstairs and he takes a shower puts his pajamas on then he'll come and have a snack and get on with his homework or whatever Mm -hmm. as for like yeah I'm cautious like you know when obviously it's Mm -hmm. flu season but Mm -hmm. you know it's flu season everyone's gonna get something I'm not so, um, you know, worried, like worried about that. But when Mm -hmm. it comes to COVID, then it's like, okay, yeah, you know what? You're not going in person. I'd rather you do online. So understand what you're saying. Like you work in a hospital, you see more than I do, right? And Mm -hmm. obviously you're like that as well. I remember I used to be talking to you when you're driving home and you'd be like, I'm home now. I'm going to go shower, 
grab something to eat and then I'll call you back. So I totally understand that, right? But when yeah. it comes to like being in the classroom and somebody's going to catch something, it's flu season. If they don't catch it like that, someone sneezed and they've touched something and then someone else will touch it and rub their eye. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's just kids being kids. Mm-hmm. But um, For sure. But I think it's more so with this whole COVID thing where I've become more alert. Like he always took hand sanitizer with him, whether he mm-hmm. chose to use it or not. You know, I can't say he's a kid, he's a boy, he'll do what he wants. But mm-hmm. now it's like he, we're more on the ball. Okay, you know what? I have to wash my hands. Um, and he, it's funny because sometimes I will sneeze and I don't always manage to, sometimes you really need to sneeze, right? And you don't always manage to get your sleeve to sneeze in. And sometimes I will sneeze into my hands, but I will wash my hands, but he will still tell me, you know, you're spreading germs. You're supposed to sneeze into your sleeve, mom. this is what you're supposed to do you're supposed to cover your cough and you're supposed to do this and you're supposed to do this and it's funny I think it's cute but it shows me that he's alert and he's aware he knows he knows how to take care of himself the correct way and he knows that he's not spreading germs per se like Mm -hmm. he'll sneeze into his sleeve or he'll you know cough into his arm or something you know yeah yeah for sure um also I just want to top off um just a little bit more of the benefits of learning on learning from online. And then we can talk about the importance of online learning and, you know, how it's changed over the last year and, you know, how companies and schools and everything are adapting to this and some of the tools and stuff that we've, um, that we are thinking about implementing or have already implemented in our business. So one of the benefits of also learning from home is that you're learning in your own environment. You're earning learning in your own comfort of your own home, right? And where's the place that you're most comfortable? It's obviously your own home. In your so pajamas. You kind of, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can like customize, you know, um, t- customize a little workspace with like pillows, like a nice comfy desk. My kids just kind of like just lounge on the sofa. They'll go from the sofa to the floor, you know, wherever they're comfortable. And I find that kind of creates, it, you kind of just like, like you're, you kind of let your guard down and then you're, you're a little bit more open and susceptible of like grasping and learning things. I feel like if I, I wish like, to be honest with you, when I was going to university, I didn't have the luxury of learning. There was back then there was like no online. Okay. There, they had this system called Blackboard that they would, you would originally use, you would use sometimes to like submit your assignments, but I had to commute practically every day from Brampton all the way to downtown Toronto to Ryerson. And I hated it. And I look at my sister who's attending York University and all her classes are online. And I'm like, you're so freaking lucky. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and you don't even like I remember getting up at 530 in the morning, taking three buses to get to the Bremley Go station to take the Go train to downtown. And she does she has an eight o'clock class. Well, guess what? She doesn't have to wake up for it because the, the professor is rec- pre-recording the classes and she can just log on whenever she wants wants to watch it. Right. So it's like, I just wish like I was going to university that this time would have been so much more easier, you know? So, <laughs> and I, it's just, it's just, it's just funny like that. And I do find also like with testing and stuff, right? Like you would have to write, be in a hall writing your exam. And it's like now they're doing exams online. Well, come on. You have access to the internet. You have your phone. You have your notes. You have your textbooks. Like, I'm not saying people are cheating, but like, come on. Like, who's really going to be? spying on you at home right (laughs) (laughs) yeah so 
Yeah. So, um, yeah. So learning in the comfort of your own home, I find is a lot better and a little bit more convenient than, you know, being at school amongst other kids, you know, or sometimes at university in like a hall of like hundreds of people, um, you know, being like, you know, writing notes and stuff, whereas you could just be sitting on the couch and which also improves like concentration and, and things like that. And also, you know, one of the also the one of the last benefits that I wanted to talk about is, you know, that whole concept of like that morning routine. Okay, it's seven o'clock, you gotta get up, you gotta have breakfast, you gotta shower, you gotta get dressed, gotta get them into the car, drive them to school, beat that traffic, then you know, get out of the school parking lot and then come back home. Online learning has eliminated that whole chaos, right? Where you're just getting up in the morning, you're brushing your teeth, you're having breakfast, and you're just logging onto the computer. So that whole aspect and that whole going out in the cold, starting the car, warming up the car, driving the traffic has considerably disappeared now. And I like that because I used to hate waking up in the morning and driving him to school like last year and the year before that. I hate, I absolutely hated it. And um, I, I, I see this now as like a luxury for them to learn online. And also like depending on how far the school is, you can like save on gas as well, right? And I used to always get into like, Preeti, I don't know if we knew each other back then, but when I used to pick up my son from school at the back, they had a parking lot and these people would back their cars and look like they were hitting my car. And I got into so many fights with people and stuff yelling at them. You know, I thought they were going to hit my car. And this one guy parked so close to me. Anyways, I was always beefed with everybody in the parking lot. So like, trust me, <laughs> like, I'm sure they're like, okay. So we discovered to- <laughs> Frieza has road rage. <laughs> no kidding, Preeti. You knew that from before. <laughs> Okay, I Preeti. have it too. <laughs> Preeti would be talking to me when I'm driving, and all of a sudden, all Preeti here is beep for like. Oh my gosh, I remember that one time you were driving back from work, and all I heard was beep, beep. I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, it's this idiot driver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I said more than that. We just can't say it on air, but. <laughs> I would say it. I would say it, but I, I, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So those are the, the benefits that I think of online learning. Of course, there are some disadvantages, which we kind of talked. Primarily, the first one being, you know, parents struggling and, you know, the kids struggling, things like that. Preeti, did you want to add anything to the, like, the parents bit? like in terms of struggling and things like that? Do you have anything to add? No, I think I've said everything. Parents are struggling. Um, And it is, it's tough times. But I am encouraging everyone, please hang in there. We are all in this together. Nobody's got it easier than anybody else. Everyone is struggling. Please, please, please just hang in there and be strong. You're doing an amazing job. You've got this far. You can keep going. Excellent. Now, um, as Preeti and I had mentioned too, the whole world has changed drastically um, in the last uh, year. And um, one of the things that has changed is this need for customizing businesses to fit an online platform. Um, I was one of the first ones, as I mentioned yesterday in my live, to stop my in-person classes because I'm a high-risk healthcare worker. And... um, transition to online now a lot of people look at businesses especially when it comes to our industry PT in terms of like uh, teaching beauty classes and stuff because everybody's so used to it being you know in person doing the practical having your model and you know the whole bit don't get Mm -hmm. me wrong obviously learning in person is you know 
so much like, you know, I find it's bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. right? it, it is better. Yeah, for sure. But the thing is, is that, yes, it was better, right? But then when it comes to COVID and changing all this stuff, sometimes it's not, it, it's not better like now, right? Of course, so, I agree 100%. Right? So a lot of businesses, and not just our businesses, a lot of businesses had to adapt. Okay, so how can we still con- continue to serve our customers and serve our clients right. on an online platform, right? Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I had to change my entire curriculum, you know, do videos, uh, you know, make my manuals accessible and, you know, have quizzes, have assignments, things like that. I had to comp- like make this online waiver as well to make sure people that are logging onto my site are not recording or copying or, you know, using my materials. And I think a lot of businesses, in a sense, um, I'm not saying COVID is a good thing, but I did, I do think that something like this needed to happen in order to push businesses to a more online platform. And when you transition your business online, I'm telling you, it saves you time. It saves you money because you have this automated system and people have to understand too, like the customers and the clients need to understand like, okay, COVID is happening. I can't have this in-person class. I need to adjust the way how I learn now to a more online basis whether that be an, a live class, whether it be a pre-recorded class, or whether it be me reading and doing the, doing the assignments after. So just has how the businesses have adapted to this whole online process. I do feel it's important for the learners or the clients and the customers to adapt the same way. Now, um, Preeti, I know you're in the process of transitioning everything online, right? That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So your classes are going to be we're going to probably follow the same framework and we're going to get you up and running as well. Yeah, um, we're going to, for now, we're going to do online until it is safe to do the in-person again for anybody that would want it. But as of right now, I'm aiming to do everything online. Obviously, my health and safety, my family's health and safety, and of course, your health and safety is number one right now. Mm-hmm. For sure. Now, um, I really hope everybody enjoyed our podcast and I hope, you know, we covered some, we, we kind of went off topic a little bit, but it all comes down to like the whole online learning slash COVID slash, you know, you know, us being out there in the public doing what we want. Right. And um, yeah, and I really, I really, to be honest with you, I really am happy that, you know, Preeti, like your family is safe, um, you know, knock on wood, no one ever gets, you know, COVID or gets sick. And um, I'm really happy. Unfortunately, I can't say the same for myself, but I'm happy that the rest of my family and my kids are safe. And, you know, no one hasn't gotten COVID too. Guys, please, I cannot stress COVID is real. I know there's a lot of rumors going around, oh, COVID's nothing. It's fake. Oh, you know, all this stuff. It affects everyone differently. Sometimes people get symptoms. Sometimes people don't even show symptoms. But I'm telling you, it affects everyone different. Please, if you must go out, wear your mask, sanitize your hands, social distance, and please, when ordered to do so, please stay home, guys. I agree with Freeze on that. Please stay safe and healthy, everyone. Keep yourself safe and healthy and your family members too. And Perfect. we will catch you guys now next week, same time, same place with another episode of our podcast and next week topic we are choosing between two 
Um, we're having a lot of requests about these two topics, so you'll find out next week <laughs> what the yeah, topic is. I'm going to leave that as a, I think I'm going to leave it as a surprise. Yes, yes, we shall leave that as a surprise. And guys, um, please feel free to share our podcast, share your feedback with Preeti and I. Um, you can uh, listen to our podcast on Anchor, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, po- Pocket Podcasts, Radio Public. It's also available on uh, glamupcanada.com. Just click on podcasts. And hopefully Preeti will have her website up and running soon. And you can go on to her, her is it Glitz and Glam by Preeti.com? Is that what it's going to yeah, be? That's what yep. it's going to be. Coming soon. And she will have the podcast there as well. All right, Preeti, it was nice chatting with you guys. Um, you too. And, Preeti- and I just want to quickly, sorry, just say anybody who is out there who needs help or needs any kind of guidance or support, please, please, please. Do reach out to us. We are here to help you. Like I say in every episode, we are your support system. Drop us a message on Instagram, glamup underscore Canada or glitz and glam underscore by Preeti. And we'd be happy to advise you and help you in any way that we can. Perfect. All right, guys, we'll catch you guys uh, next week and we'll see you on Instagram. Okay, take care, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, Preeti. Bye, Frieza.